watch how. this? How? 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 Ew, how? How do you watch this? Dude, I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> Hi, this is How Do You Watch This? A movie review podcast where each week we give each other a movie to watch in the genre we love, but they don't. My name is Demi, and I love horror. My name is Megan, and I love romance. And this week's common thread is... Halloween! Halloween! Of course. Of course, we're going to choose Halloween. I feel like it was so obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not with Hell House. With Practical Magic, for sure. Hell House, I feel like, is just generic spooky spooks. It's on Halloween. Oh, oh, no, you're so right. You know what? I think, no, it wasn't on Halloween. It It was was October 8th. Okay, yeah, but it was a Halloween haunted house. No, you're right. I'll allow it. (laughs) It's seasonal. Well, you saw all the Halloween movies. Well, not all of them, but like the no, ones I worth saw, watching. I, yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I wanted to go something a little different for no, you. So. That would have it would have been too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. So maybe next time we'll see. Mm-hmm. For this week, I had Demi watch the movie Practical Magic with again Sandra Bullock. I didn't yes. realize it was a double back to back Sandra Bullock until yes. I was writing the snapshot. It's so funny because I was going to do that to you with Nicolas Cage. Oh my god! Um, so I was going to choose The Wicker Man for the island, uh-huh. um, but I could not find it for free, and I'm like, I'm not going to oh, ever make like have enough. to rent out another. I have had to movie. rent out like the past couple. <laughs> yes. I'm like, why are all these movies we're choosing not for streaming? I have like. Every you spend money. Service. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't want to do that to you. Um, Thank you. But then I, I ended up it. getting Sandra Bullock twice. So it was funny. Yeah. But I mean, we love her. Yeah. She's the best. Of course. Um, She's the um, romance queen. Romance queen. Even though this movie. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> but before you talk about my thoughts. It, but anyway, my wait, movie wait, for... No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Megan was Hell House LLC, which LLC. I know now is a... <laughs> Limited liability something something. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Um, But it's a found footage. Mm-hmm. Kind of a... I think more of a popular one now. A lot of people are... Is it? Yeah. Okay. So in the horror world, you're like, oh, you gotta watch horror- Hell House. And it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I think it was pretty cool. So um, an origin movie is coming out soonish. So maybe we can watch that together. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what you think. I'm I was not expect- the eyes you just gave me when you're talking about practical magic. I dude, I thought you were gonna enjoy it. I thought I was too. Because there's there's <laughs> elements uh, it, there's true crime. Yeah. There's Robert Bullock, there's Nicole Sandra Kidman, Bullock. Witches. Okay, I'm I'm very it had curious. everything. <laughs> I'm so I'm so curious. Practical magic is a fantasy romance. Director oh, has fantasy in there. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I guess there's witches. Yeah, <laughs> they're technically like, fantasy. I guess. Yeah, it just doesn't feel very like when I think of fantasy, right. I'm like dragons. Yeah, like elves. You know. Shit. Yeah. Director Griffin Doom Dunn. Year release 1998. Snapshot. Two sisters, Sally and Jilly, are part of a family. Is it Jilly or is it? Wait, no, it's Jilly. Jilly. It yeah. is Jilly. Sorry, <laughs> I, I keep interrupting you with literally nonsense. Well, please. I thought it was Gilly too, but it yeah. is Jilly. Sally and Jilly are part of a family of witches with a curse, which gives them shit luck with men. <laughs> Jilly gets into s- some trouble, which forces Sally to get out of her comfort zone and possibly find love? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> oh, no. We'll find out. Okay. So, movie starts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a narrator, and they're talking about the Owens family and mm-hmm. how they've been blamed for everything for over, like, 200 years. And so, the image being shown is a woman that's going to be hanged, and it's kind of like Salem witch mm-hmm. era everyone's dressed that way and so she is pretty much the first witch Mm -hmm. and so she (laughs) survives by magic she kind of like jumps off the hanging yeah thing yeah so that like the rope like 
yeah magically snaps and or it snaps like that, and yeah. everyone freaks out and runs which is fair like, yeah yeah okay she's definitely a witch so she's like survives and she was like pregnant and she was pretty much waiting for the father of her child to like return he never did so she casted a spell on herself to help with the pain but he eventually turned into a curse because of like her mm-hmm. bitterment throughout the years the time and so this became a curse which affected all of the women in the Owens family and so it affects any man who dares love an Owen woman. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you love a non-identifying man, they're fine. Um, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, yeah, don't love a man, I guess. Yeah. And then you're good. So anyway. But that's true. You're right. <laughs> they only say men. Yeah. No, you're so, right. Maybe um, if you were... Yeah. Yeah. I'll... Well, <laughs> they, they didn't. Out. They didn't explore that. <laughs> that that's. I guess they that was a little bit a lot too in this movie, Megan. For them. No, I know. <laughs> so um, it cuts <laughs> to a scene of the parents of the two main characters. Mm-hmm. They're on the beach. They're all happy, and then the woman hears the sound of a death watch beetle. Mm-hmm. And this means if you hear the sound, that means that the man you love is set to die. Mm-hmm. We don't know how he dies, but now the two daughters are living with the aunt. We find out that the mother died of a broken heart. Mm-hmm. She should have known the shit was coming. Right. No surprise. Right. right. Fuck it. Whatever. Just <laughs> die. <sighs> Leave your daughters. So the aunts are really nice. You know, they're very typical witchy single ladies. Yeah. Um, but the daughters are like bullied. Kids yeah. are throwing rocks at them. And they're they're chanting, witch, witch. Yeah. She's a bitch. Yeah, witch, witch. witch, witch you're she's a bitch. A, you're a bitch. Yeah. Stupid. Very mean. And yeah. they just want to like, you know, be normal. But obviously they're not. And so Sally seems to be have more skills in magic than Jilly. And, you know, this is while they're kids. So they're they're watching their aunts and their aunts seem to help other women with like love and stuff. And they're watching their aunts help this woman and she's in love with a man, but he's married. And so they're like casting a spell and includes like stabbing like a pigeon. Yeah. And yeah. And so like this woman's very like emotional. She's like, I want him to want me so bad that like he can't help. He can't stand it. Yeah. And so Sally's pretty much like, I hope to never fall in love. And Jilly's like, I can't wait to fall in love. (laughs) Okay, girl. (laughs) And then so the next scene, Sally as a child is creating a love spell. And she's like, he's going to have one green eye and one blue. He's going to be, like, good at flipping pancakes, mm-hmm. and he can ride a pony backwards, forwards, sideways, all these, like, weird things. Yes. And Jilly's like, what are you doing? And so she said she's creating the perfect dream man, and he's so perfect, like, he doesn't he exist. exist. Yeah. And so she can never fall in love and die of a broken heart. Yeah. And I'm like, fair? Yeah. Great. And so she casts this spell, and then it time skips, and the girls, they're older, they're women now. Jilly is leaving with a random man. She's, like, very excited. And so, you know, Sally's, like, upset, but they make, like, a blood oath to each other. Yes. They cut and, on their hand. And, yeah, put their hands together, and they say a chant. And it yeah. basically connects them in a way where, not like that they have a telepathic communication, but they're able to sense one another. Right. And kind of, like, if they're in danger or if they miss each other or whatever, they get this, like, feeling. Right, yeah. So it kind of keeps them connected. During this whole time that they're separated. And they they seem to be separated for a bit. Sally's living with the aunt still. Jilly's out doing her thing. All the people are just avoiding. So they live in this, like, pretty small town. They're all, like, avoiding the the, the aunts. Because they, you know, hear rumors on who they are. And they're, they're witches and stuff. And they do weird shit. And as they're walking, this man kind of looks, is looking at Sally. And Sally's, like, looking at the man. Mm-hmm. And the one aunt kind of stares at him for a bit. And it's, like, a little weird. And so... A little bit later, the aunts are kind of, like, looking at the time, 
and they're like being like a little weird like something's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something happened and then like the clock goes off and sally suddenly like gets up and she starts walking away and the, the aunt's are like oh like where are you going she's like i have to i have to go i have to go somewhere and so sally like runs into like the square where that man was at and mm-hmm. the man's also like looking at her and she's like running Mm-hmm. And they like mm-hmm. she like jumps on him and they start like making out mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like okay yeah, yeah so it's like zero to one hundred right so you find out later that the aunts casted a spell mm-hmm. on Sally to like pretty much like kind of like fall in love because Sally was very like didn't want to which is fair right. like yeah. I feel like this whole curse thing they just don't take seriously it's yes. like you're if you end up liking someone they're dead like yeah. if they're a man so it's yeah. like why would you <laughs> right. want to right. But so they force they force this poor girl so anyway she yeah so they be, but basically what they do is the spell that they had done was just supposed to be an attraction so yes. she would be able to like enjoy right every aspect of being alive and experience some of that joy but they did not think she would fall in love mm-hmm. and i wonder if in their mind if she didn't fall in love if like he wouldn't die if she wasn't in love with him i guess it's because then it's like any man who loves an owen woman so it's like is yes. it the man who like has his love for her or, or is, is it her love for him yeah. Never explained. No, it's not. It's it's almost like time travel in about time. You get there's a lot of gaps, you know. Yeah. Um, so they are married and they have two kids together. So it's like three years later, Sally's pretty much writing this to Jilly. Jilly is out partying dudes by the pool. Mm-hmm. She's completely different vibe. She's living single life. Mm-hmm. And she meets someone named Jimmy Angelov. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it cuts to Sally, and one night Sally hears, like, the beetle. And so, mm-hmm. like, in the morning, she still, like, hears it. She's trying to, like, hunt it down. She's freaking out. The husband <laughs> headed into <Aww>. town. <laughs> no, so stupid. He's headed into town. And so, like, <laughs> first all these bikers start yes. coming in. And I'm like, is he really going to get killed by bikers? Yeah. So these bikers come in, and, sh- like, the beetle stops for a second. And the bikers are kind of, like, avoiding him. And it's like, oh, great. And then, like, a few seconds later, a fucking truck comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. and just kills him. Yeah. First of all, it's a small town. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this truck didn't see this man just standing there yeah. after all the... Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, he dies. Lame. And um, Sally tore up every board in yes, the house. Yes, to try and get to this beetle. Did not work out. Um, And so she's devastated because she loved him. Mm-hmm. And the aunts were like, oh, we didn't expect you to love him. And Sally's, like, pissed off because they... She finds out that they did that to her. Yeah. And she wants them to bring him back to life. Yes. And they're like, we can't, you know, they're like that type of magic. We'll never bring someone back who they were. Like it's, they're gone. It warps you. It's, right. you know, it's we never do that. Magic. Black magic. Evil magic. Yeah. So they end up moving. So Sally and her two daughters move win with the aunts. Mm-hmm. At first, Sally's like, I don't want them to do know anything about magic. None of it like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So then it jumps back to Jilly and she's with this Jimmy guy. And he's kind of, like, sleazy, mm-hmm. um, but she's a little sleazy, too, so they kind of, like, work. Yeah. Um, but then she, like, goes to go to the bathroom, yeah. and she has, like, his liquor bottle, yeah. and she puts something in it. And so you just see that she puts something in it, and, like, that's it. And then she ends up, I guess, visiting Sally. They don't explain if she was there physically or not. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They don't say that. Yeah. But I I assumed it was, like, an actual physical visit. But yeah. I, you're right. It, it seems like she, been something else. I don't know. She ends up going to Sally because she finds out what happens. And Sally's, like, locked herself in her room. She's depressed, obviously. So Jilly tries to, like, you know, make her feel better and stuff. And so Sally was talking about how they, she was going to open up a shop. 
like a, a oils and yeah like that was their future yeah the, the two her and her husband were gonna have mm-hmm. like this apothecary style yes. store she ends up doing that you know she gets out of her slump thanks to you know her sister showing up and being there for her she opens up the shop she notices that her daughter's getting bullied the one daughter like hexes one of the bullies mm-hmm. by like not accident but like yeah you know, but like not intentionally yeah, yeah doing it right so the, it's obviously girls are you know kind of learning about the magic i don't think the aunts yeah. listened at all so no. and which then, also like i also understand like they do deserve to know like especially know, if yeah. they have if there's elements of it that they don't have control of you know right. what i mean yeah like, no you need i to know how to control that right and then to not know about this curse either yeah it's yeah, like yeah. cool so i think it's fair for them to know exactly what's going on so then sally's writing a letter to jilly and pretty much saying that she like wants to be loved but she feels like her hope for happiness is over like there's no yeah. hope for her but then, like, as she, like, goes to send out this letter, she gets a phone call and she knows it's Jilly. So she goes to answer it and Jilly's like, I'm scared and I need to be picked up. Mm-hmm. So Sally goes over to her and it's, like, at a motel and Jilly's, like, crying in, like, a corner. And she's, like, she has this, like, huge bruise on her face. Yeah. And I was like, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Sa- Sally just starts bringing her out to the car and Jilly was saying that, like, he got upset because he wanted a jelly donut with cream. Yeah. And she's like, that's not a cream donut. And right. He, like, the worker laughed, and she laughed, and he, like, fucking beat her up for that. Right. She's like, oh, I gotta get something real quick. And Jilly... Her tiger's eye. She wanted her tiger's eye. Yeah. Crystal, and she could not leave without it. Yeah. So she runs to, I guess it was his car. Yeah. His car, and he's in there in the back seat, and he ends up holding her, like, hostage with a gun, and he tells Sally to start driving. So Sally's driving. This man is just, like, fucking crazy. Like, yeah. He's, like, out of it, and he's just, like... A real piece of shit. Yep. And so Jilly uses some magic to like mm-hmm. kind of like tell Sally that she has Belladonna yeah. in the bag. And Belladonna is the thing she was putting in his drink. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's something it's something that would help that would um I guess put him to sleep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which fun fact, um, my eardrops, my I have two <laughs> two homeopathic eardrops, mm-hmm. and the one is is Belladonna. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I first looked at the ingredients <laughs> after like using it for a little yeah. while i was like wait a minute it's a real- am, am i gonna die <laughs> death by eardrops yeah but yeah well, no it's real that's wow okay apparently i wasn't sure if it was remedy for years yeah. i'll lend it to you yeah i might need it thank you <laughs> <laughs> so um she puts the stuff in his his um his liquor liquor because he's drinking yeah and he's drinking she's like oh i'll have some and yeah. he passes it forward yeah so she he eventually gets it back and he's drinking and drinking. They stop so he can like pee. And um Sally's like, Why haven't hasn't he been knocked out yet? And she's yeah. like, How much like did you give him yeah. enough? And Sally's like, I gave him a lot. Like, I don't know why he's not passing out yet. Right. So then he comes back to the car and like he's you know, Julie's like, I just like I want to be with you. I love you. And he starts like choking her. Yeah. And he's choking her in the backseat. Sally like jumps on him, and tries to like mm-hmm. beat him off her, and he's a fucking dying. He yeah. dies of an overdose of the Belladonna. Yeah. So they're freaking out. And Sally's like, we need to go to the police. And Jilly's like, no, they'll never fucking believe it. That was self-defense. So they're like, just, we should bring Jimmy back to life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's already dark and unnatural. So, like, yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Right. So Sally's pretty much thinking, like, she doesn't want to lose her kid. She doesn't lose this. Yeah. So she's like, fuck it. So they bring him to the house. Yeah. And this is my uh, most memorable moment. Mm-hmm. It was wild. So they are looking through the spell book and at what they have to do. And so he's on the table. And so 
he has to like draw like mm-hmm. a star on his chest and he's like whipped cream. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. goofy. Um, and then they have to put needle through Ugh. his. I when they said that I was like Megan's recommending this to me. I'm like I, I better not I see so this. Sorry. I better not see nothing with the fucking needle eyes. I was I was busy crocheting while while oh I was rewatching God. and I didn't have to watch it. Ugh. So luckily they do not stab his eyes. Bef- yeah. They're chanting, chanting, chanting. And before they do that, he opens his eyes and mm-hmm. wakes up. He looks like a zombie. And he gets up and he attacks Gilly. And he's like, I want you to be my wife. I want you to be my wife. And so at that point, Sally takes a fucking um, I think a a pan. Yeah, yeah. And she hits him on the head and kills him. Yeah. So he pretty much was brought back and then dies <laughs> yes. again. So then they bury him in the yard and they decide to keep it a secret, even from mm-hmm. like the aunts. So no one can know about this. Mm-hmm. Next day, the it's phone tree day, yeah, which is a weird like popularity thing with yeah. the moms in the area. It's like a thing where basically they try to figure out what the phone tree is gonna be for like calling emergencies, which nothing would ever make me want to be part of it. No. I would want to be the last one on the phone tree. Yeah, and it's definitely like oh, whoever's the most popular, whoever gets the most vote, and whoever's the top is like right. a popularity thing. So yeah. of course Sally never gets to the top because no one likes her because she's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> she's also hotter than everyone there. Yeah. So Jilly like crashes the. Mm-hmm fucking mom meeting yeah and she uses magic to put sally on top just to make her feel better because sally was having a bad day so that was nice of her um to make her sister feel better so they have like a nice bond you know even though jilly is like crazy she's always got her sister's back so then um the grave where jimmy's buried at starts getting like vines and shit growing so you're like "Uh uh-oh yeah not good. No. And then that night they have midnight margaritas, which sounds really <laughs> fun. It so, sounds so fun. Yeah. So the the aunts are like they're all drinking, they're all dancing with um Jilly and Sally. And the lime and the coconut song. Yeah, yeah. They're getting like trashed and they're yeah. just like kind of like making fun of each other and yeah. like laughing and all and that. And it's a little bit like pointed, like they're getting a little mean. Yeah, a little jokes, bit mean. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I mean family. I think I it ha- I think it correlates to the the, to the fact that yes which liquor they're using yes so the liquor um i think sally or jilly notices it and it's the same liquor that jimmy had mm-hmm. and so jilly like takes the bottle and embrace it she's like where did you get this liquor and they're like oh it was like at the doorstep someone left it there yeah. and so they're like okay like what the fuck so that's obviously weird so it seems like there was something weird with that liquor that was yeah. making them kind of well, act that's little... the belladonna. They put yeah. the belladonna in it, so they were yes. all acting a little bit extra, extra drunk because drunk. they had belladonna mm-hmm. in their system. Yeah, yeah. After that, it seems like the aunts kind of know something's going on. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're going to have to leave and let them figure this shit out themselves. So she go, they go to the little girls, and they're like, hey, like, you know, we're going to head out. Like, keep these, like, so they put, like, rope around their necks to keep them yeah. safe. They said, you know, we'll be back. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then the next morning, the daughter looks out and where Jimmy's buried is like a large rose bush. Yeah. She can actually see like a faint image of him. And she says she sees a man out there, but no one else can see it. So that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I keep wanting to say Loretta. <laughs> Sally. Sally and Jilly go Loretta, out. Wait, where's Loretta coming from? From fucking the island. Oh, my Sandra God. Bullock's no, name. you're so right. Sorry. I was, like, wondering what you're talking about. Okay, got it. Who's Sandra Bullock's. So they go out, and they see that his, like, shoes are, like, sticking out, mm-hmm. and then, like, sink in a bit. Yeah. It's, like, a little weird. Very, like, Beetlejuice. And so they're, like, freaking out. They're, like, what is going on here? And then a man shows up, and his name's Ga- Gary <laughs> Gary Hallett, and he's, like, a private investigator. Mm-hmm. He's from Arizona, I think, yes. where Jimmy was at. Yes. 
So he's asking them like questions and he wants to speak to Jilly. First he sees Sally and she's hacking at the bush. And so <laughs> <laughs> the rose bush. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> and so she's, you know, goes to get Jilly and she's like, I feel weird. Like, I feel like I can't lie to this man. Mm. You know, I don't know what it is. And Jilly's like, okay, like our story's this, you know, we have not seen him for days, mm-hmm. whatever. This is our story. Mm-hmm. So Jilly is coming down to talk to Gary. She's very like flirty, very like forward and trying to just get the get him to like her. And he's not falling for it. He doesn't really care for that. So he's talking kind of more to Sally because Sally seems to be a little bit more open. And he actually tells her, he's like, I feel like I've seen you before. So they have this mm-hmm. like weird like connection. And so at this point, I'm like, this isn't the dream man, right? I'm like, he can't be. Like, this, is, this is a fucking nerd. <laughs> okay. Channing Tatum's last name was, first name was Alan, dude. Okay, but Alan's a real man. His name's Gary. Uh, you can't tell me Gary's better than Alan. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? The only Gary I know is from fucking SpongeBob. Oh, my God. So um, he asked about the car in the driveway because he knows it's Jimmy's. And so then Sally's like, he, you know, we stole it because he was trying to kidnap Jilly. And mm-hmm. Gary's like, wait, like, what? Like, what yeah. are you talking about? And Jilly's like pissed off because she's, Sally's just saying shit. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? Like, you're fucking shit up. Then he pretty much tells them that a woman was found on the side of the road and she had a branding on her face. And it was like the ring that mm-hmm. Jimmy would have. So yeah. he's obviously a fucking murderer. And so they're looking for him mm-hmm. because of that. So he's like, you know, I'll be around. You know, we can talk again if you have anything to say. So he goes around town and everyone's telling him how the Owens are like witches <laughs> and they like on, on Halloween night, they jump off their house and fly on brooms and yeah. all this crazy shit. And he's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and I honestly thought he maybe had magic uh-huh. because the way he was like dealing know. with it all. Yeah. I feel like I feel like his like calm in it was just like, oh, small towns. You know what I mean? Right. Because <laughs> it just like felt I'm like, does he like, I don't know, is he like supernatural? Cause, like. Because I was like, oh, they're like connection. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was thinking too hard. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. I thought at one point that the um, Jilly's boyfriend was a vampire. So <laughs> yeah, he I, had that aura. Yeah, about him. he did. Absolutely. And he talked about how they would be together for centuries. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have been more interesting. Yeah, it would have been. It cuts to the next morning. The officer, Gary, is going to be there again. And so Jilly and the daughters are trying to create this banishing spell to mm-hmm. get Gary to leave him alone. And so they're pretty much like, they tell the one daughter, uh, tell him that we're going to have pancakes, make him have pancakes with us, and we're going to, you know, yeah. slip this in. Um, and then while they're doing that, one of the daughters brings out a journal that used to be Sally's. Yes. And she's like, was this mom's? Mm-hmm. And so Jilly's looking at it and she sees the pages of the spell, which is like the dream man spell. Yes. And they were like, oh, is that about dad? And Jilly tries to say yes, but then daughter's like oh well like dad didn't have blue like he had brown eyes yeah and then julie was like okay actually like it wasn't like she did this when she was very young you know she just like just wrote like who her dream man was so now the daughter's like read through that and kind of have an idea so it cuts to gary and sally and they're talking and sally's like demeanor changes Mm -hmm. in this it's like a little weird Mm -hmm. but she's kind of like whatever like yeah i'm a witch um (laughs) you know it is what it is yeah i think she was kind of like my read of it was like she was playing it off by because she couldn't lie to him yeah so instead she was just acting like oh yeah you know me right. i'm a witch so silly. yeah like 
Yeah. And then so he's like, have either of you killed Jimmy? And she's like, yeah, multiple times. <laughs> Just like casually. Yeah. Um, and so he decides to help with making pancakes. Yeah. And he's like flipping them. And the daughters are like, oh, he, flips, he flips pancakes. And he's like humming. One of the things was like, he's humming. He hums something. Yeah. He's like remember. humming. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, no. What? <laughs> Doesn't the one daughter ask at one point, or is it at the dinner? The at, at one the point? dinner. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they asked him if he can ride a pony backwards, and he's like, "Anyway, I can do backwards, yeah. sideways, frontways, whatever." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah." And so, um, they're being served pancakes, and Jilly tries to hand him the syrup that has the spell in it, yeah. and the daughters grab it. And they're like, "No!" And they take it and they dump it off. Yeah, the cliff. The cliff. And so I can't imagine <laughs> letting your kids play on a cliffside. Yeah, yeah, no. And so that was like weird. And then they see a, a giant frog and it coughs out the ring, Jimmy's yeah. ring. And so Gary grabs it and he's like, like, what are you two trying to pull here? Like, what was in that syrup? Right. He's like, you guys better get a good lawyer. So he is pretty convinced that they did something with Jimmy. Yeah. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves and Sally goes to catch up to him. And she's like, I know what happened. I'd like want to talk to you. And he's like, you should really get a lawyer. She's like, no, mm-hmm. like, it's fine. So then. They're in his, like, in, yeah, <laughs> hotel room, <laughs> bed and breakfast. And so his her letter uh-huh. to her sister's there. Uh-huh. And she's like, why is this here? He's like, oh, it's, like, evidence. And she's uh-huh. like, how is this evidence? Yeah, she's like, this has been read, like, a lot. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like. like, a lot of creases in right, here. Right, and he's trying to, like, change the subject. And, like, tensions are high. And they start, like, making out. Yeah. And. It was very spontaneous. Yeah. But I also liked it. <laughs> well, it was fine until his one eye just started magically turning green. Did it? Yes. With CGI. What? Dude, it was like a lizard green. And I she- thought it had always been. No, no. Because it I looked. It turned that yes. color? I looked. I looked because when he first appeared, I'm like, oh, his, both his eyes are piercing blue. So I'm like, it can't be this dream man. And then during that scene, his eye was like turning That's green. Weird. And she's like, oh, you have one green eye. And, like, freaks out and leaves. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, is he a, a human? Is he a mutant? I was like, what I the fuck? I guess it's the spell on? working and being like, this is your perfect man. Yes. I, I guess, like, the movie was like, we should try to hide. Because, yeah. obviously, yeah, the yeah. one green, one if blue is an obvious fucking. I thought it was so subtle that you just don't notice. But I, that. It was definitely blue. <laughs> okay. We got it. Locked in. Um. Well, you know, whatever. But But I did find, like. When I watched this the first time, I was like, it is weird how he is, like, all about justice, but he's also just like, I'm going to make out with this girl who probably murdered somebody. Yeah, it's, like, a weird... It's all... But they obviously have a magical connection. Right. (laughs) It makes sense. But, like, yeah. So, she, like, leaves. She's freaking out. Mm Mm-hmm. And she ends up, like, hearing the voices of her daughters and Jilly, and they're saying, like, Jilly needs help. Like, she needs help. And so she gets to the house and Jilly's like in the bed and she's like, like getting possessed. Yes. And like Jimmy kind of like comes out from her body. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey. <laughs> and <laughs> Gary. Like, hey. <laughs> it's <a> me. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> and Gary followed Sally and he's pointing the gun. Because one of the things that her magic man could hear her call from miles away. <laughs> Shut up. I, I literally put saying... my deleted scene was any scene with Gary. <gasps> I did not like this man. What? I did not like this man. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, I did not like him at all. And I tried. I tried. You're fake. <laughs> I, did, I tried. No. I don't know what it was. I could not trust it. What? 
I don't know what it was. Oh my god! I refuse to believe he was her dream man. I no, refuse. stop! His eye turned green. Obviously, he was. He's <laughs> like a lizard. He's a lizard man. <laughs> so anyway, Jimmy is like a ghost demon thing, and uh, he goes to attack Gary and like puts his hand in Jer- Gary's chest, mm-hmm. but like gets scarred by Jimmy's fucking star badge. Yeah. Somehow his I don't know why and it, it's like a like a fucking crucifix. And Gary <laughs> puts the cr- the star out and Jimmy like fades away. Yeah, I don't really know what that was about. No one knows. I don't know. Two thoughts were put in this movie. And okay, that's about it. <laughs> that feels a little harsh. <laughs> Let's take it down a couple notches. No, no, I'm you're gonna upset <laughs> all of the Halloween romance girlies. This I'll talk about it more. But yeah, anyway, I know you will. That happened. So I was like, okay, I guess Jimmy's dead. <laughs> and so Sally and Gary have a talk. And he said he read her letter a lot because he, like, he realizes that she pulled him to that town. And she said that she sent for him when she was a little girl. Mm-hmm. She tells him about like the spell or whatever. And then he says, like, curses only have power when you believe in them. And mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, Gary? Right. And so he said he wished for her, too. I thought that was okay. cute, you little brat. But no. He wished for her, too. Come on, man. She casted the spell. Yeah, but he's basically so that saying that. He's... he's saying that it's not that it was a one-way thing. He's not forced to love her because of that. She's also his dream girl. Yeah, but was he thinking that at the same time she was casting the spell? Maybe. Okay. Maybe, Demi. Okay, maybe maybe he's was. part witch. Maybe he was. Let me finish this fucking oh, movie. God, sorry. Because it doesn't You're get better. Getting... No, it's... God damn it. <laughs> so they go back inside. Gilly's possessed the shit now from Jimmy again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, the, the aunts return and they're like, well, y'all didn't solve this issue still. Mm-hmm. We told you, whatever. And they were like, we need a coven of nine women to remove this spirit. So Sally just starts contacting, like, the mom. This in town. part was, like, so silly. <laughs> it was because, silly. Because it's the idea that, like, all the moms who were, like, who hated her. I hate you. And now they're, like, okay. Yeah, they're, like, oh, this is fun. This is quirky. And it's, like, yeah. you're literally going to a house to remove a demon. Yes. Like, possession. But whatever. They're like, all, I'll like, be honest. I probably wouldn't go. If someone said there's a demon that we're getting yeah. rid of. Although, I don't think they shared that information I that's think they fair said, i think they said you know oh hey i'm a witch do you have a broom you can yeah bring? yeah it was something like oh, low-key I, I mean it's a small town yeah. maybe they don't have anything else going for them no they she contacts a bunch of moms and stuff and they come over with their brooms and it's like it's funny because gilly's like grossly possessed but they have this like fun moment of yeah. the women coming in they're like oh i only had this like yes dust like yeah this she's like a dust buster. Buster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they're like helping in the kitchen whatever you know so they go to help, and Gilly's, like, in the middle of this, like... I love how you keep saying Gilly. Oh, Jilly. <laughs> Did I say Gilly? You keep saying Gilly, like, over and over. Oh, Jilly. Okay, it's Jilly. Jilly, Gilly, same thing. Whatever. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. So she's in the middle of this chanting circle, and so she's pretty much like, I want to give up. Like, he just wants me. He wants me. Mm-hmm. And Sally's like, no, like, I'm not going to let him take you. You need to hold on. And then... I don't know. They do a blood oath again, mm-hmm. and sisterly love saves the day. Mm-hmm. The, I didn't <laughs> love the whole like her laying on the ground thing, and yeah, it was a little quick because they hinted that Sally was really powerful and didn't yeah. use it, but I feel like it still didn't. Like I guess she did. I guess she was able, strong enough to kind of push him out, but like yeah. it wasn't executed as well. I was like, okay, I guess, yeah. I guess that's it. And then Jimmy's like dust 
I thought this was funny. They all take the brooms that they brought yeah, and they swept bring them out. the dust yeah. out. So I thought that was funny. Um, and they dust him out, and then they pour some god-awful liquid yeah. they were cooking on his ashes. burial grave in yeah. ashes. And then he dies, dies. So Jimmy's officially gone. Jilly's saved. Everything's good. And then um, a bit later, Sally gets a letter from Gary saying that the case is closed. He pretty much said it was like an accidental death. I guess Sally kind of calls back for Gary. And then yeah. Gary comes. I think it's, yeah, I don't. I, I think she kind of like calls to him. Yes. So, yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, connected, I, so. I guess. So yeah. he shows up. They're like together. Um, the movie ends on Halloween. All, you know, they're all mm-hmm. dressed as witches and they're like putting on a show on their house and they float down with the umbrellas. Everyone loves them now. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, they did remove a demon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they created like a bonding moment. They brought the whole town in before they were other and now everyone's in on it. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's a small town. So, yeah. um, and yeah, and that's how the movie ends. So everyone's like happy. Yes. Everyone's fine. The curse was broken, whether or not that was How true. was that broken? They said that it was like whether, like, it's like her, Sandra Bullock's voiceover basically says that it's either like whether it was the um sisterly love that like banishing Jimmy okay. from the life caused the curse to break or whether it was like Gary not believing in the curse's okay. ability or whatever, but apparently it was broken. Oh, well, congratulations. He didn't die, so <laughs> I mean, it took three years for the other one to die, well, so that's why I was like, I guess Gary's eventually gonna die. No, they said the curse okay. is broken. I didn't hear that part because I think still I was live. Just... <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Love Gary. Um, Obviously, Shut I up. fucking passed on Gary. Ugh, God. Um, side character, Jilly. I'd smash. You know, she's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, she's mildly chaotic. She might put Belladonna in your drink, but sure. She did it to protect herself. She did it because he was, he just he's never wanted, he never wanted to stop having sex with her. Yeah, and he's fucking abusive. So she probably well, did she, it to. She said that he hit him. He hit her only the once is what she said. But I don't know if I believe it. But I'm just saying. I feel like, I mean, that's fair. It could be that. But I, I think part of it was that he was, like, not a good person. So no, she he was definitely not a good person. Help him kind he of. he was a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm more on Jilly's side. But they didn't. But... No, yeah, 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 I am. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't, you know. <laughs> Why are you making me feel weird about picking Smash for Jilly and pass for Gary? Oh, sorry. I just middle-aged white Gary. man. <laughs> he wasn't middle-aged yet. <laughs> Definitely like How late 30s. Come on, he was late 30s. Dude, he, okay. I'm gonna look Next it up. to Sandra. I thought he was kind of attractive. Oh my. Oh my god, oh yourself. My god. Hold on. Practical magic. Let me see. 1998. He was 39. Dude. <laughs> He's 40 years old. Yeah, I said he wasn't 40. Yeah, he was in his late 30s. That's 39. Like, I'm in my late 20s. I'm not in my 30s yet, like some people in this room. Okay. <laughs> I I just couldn't. Whatever. I couldn't. I don't get Okay, whatever. No, my, it's fine. Whatever. My taste in men. It's fine. He wasn't himbo enough for you. He's too smart. He was yeah, too intelligent apparently. I mean, I don't know how intelligent he was. He basically <laughs> pretended like his future was life wit- wasn't He gonna... was written too weird. Okay. He was written too weird. No, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, the very first time I ever watched Practical Magic, I was much younger. Yeah. And it left me feeling icky. I was like, I don't get why this has such a cult classic. Because it is a cult classic. Like, people yeah. love Practical Magic. Mm-hmm. We'll watch it every year. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't understand it the first time I ever watched it because I was like, I think it made me feel weird. Like I felt mm-hmm. sad for her first husband who died. It's, yeah. It, and then it, you feel weird about the right. fact that they killed someone. And yeah. then the police officer just lets it all go. Yeah. Because like he showed up how much longer after the It, it definitely been a died. long time it's because still, she had a, she had a like thriving business. Yeah. She was opening point. a shop. Yeah. So. so it definitely, they don't show you how much time, but, right. but I will say like, I, the first time I watched it, I didn't like it as much as I watched when I rewatched it for the podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually enjoyed it more yeah. than the first time I watched it. And I think it's like, I already had, ex- like, I knew what, right. what was going to happen. And yeah. so I was like, okay, I can like suspend disbelief. Yeah. I think it had like a lot going for it. And I just think like for me, it just wasn't, it had too many things, okay. you know, like it wasn't no, executed as well, but yeah, I don't know. I guess like the romance for me was just not there at all. Like okay. I didn't feel any chemistry between Sally and Gary and they okay. just like I'm like I guess they're gonna end up together and I mean they did so yeah. that's but fair it's you know it's whatever um <laughs> so things of no I pretty much like said everything I probably if you're a lesbian you don't have to worry about the court curse <laughs> I guess um how do you fuck up with both Sandra and Nicole um and then so I gave it two hearts um okay. you know great. it's not great but like I don't know I could see it being like a cult classic but you know for me I think it just had a lot going on for it but I kind of wish I I really thought I was gonna really like this one. Yeah, I did everything. I, really, I genuinely thought you would like it more, just yeah. because of the fact that there is like the little like, yeah, crime, right, <laughs> a little murder. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be more, I guess, goofy, more like um campy. Yeah, and it just like you know, it's not very campy. No, I think it could have used some camp, and I think it maybe I would have enjoyed it more. But okay. yeah, so whatever. Uh, yeah, Practical Magic. Okay, well, I feel like a lot of people are gonna be disappointed. Um, in your take, so um, we'll find out if you disagree with Demi's take. <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> I also disagree. <laughs> that's that's fine. Okay, so my movie that I had the um, <laughs> I don't want to say pleasure, but um, that I had no choice but to watch <laughs> is Hell House LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Stephen. Cognetti, or if it's Italian, it it would be Cognetti. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but maybe he's not Italian, or maybe um he says it the not Italian way. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, genre horror. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't give it a subgenre because it feels like it's just. Horror. I think it's just straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Released <laughs> 2015. Snapshot. This found footage mockumentary. Covers the mysterious story of the haunted house attraction, Hell House, where several people died on opening night. The way that this goes, mm-hmm. it's basically, like I said, it's a mockumentary. So you yeah. see, like, it switches between scenes of, like, police footage mm-hmm. and then, like, talking to um, a photographer and a historian and, and, and a bystander and things yeah. like that. So I'm going to do my best... Um, to kind of, like, talk about this in a linear way, and I'm going to try not to be, like, scene change, scene change, yeah. scene change, and talk about every single scene change because mm-hmm. it would just be super a annoying. Mm-hmm. So um, I might do it a couple of times, but for the most part, for the most part, the vast majority of the movie is pretty linear once you get mm-hmm. to the true found footage aspect. So you find out that this is a 2009 tragedy that occurred, and there, this what you're watching is supposed to be a documentary. Um... And it opens with a lady walking around the house. She's, like, very excited to be there. Mm. And she's, like, whispering and pointing. And and it's clearly an abandoned hotel turned haunted house. And on the opening night that this 
haunted house um, happens. So one of the things that you're seeing is that um, there is live footage Mm -hmm. from someone who's about to enter the haunted house. And they're, like, going through the haunted house and walking. And they're, like, Mm -hmm. excited to go in and see. And they're seeing, like, there's, like, people fleeing. Like, there's this clown that runs past them. And there's this woman that runs past. And the um, person, like, turns and is, like, is that supposed to be happening? Mm -hmm. And they're going down to the basement. And everyone at the bottom of the basement is screaming, like, get back. Go back upstairs. Mm -hmm. Get out. Get out. Get out. Things are falling. You can hear. It almost sounds like there's gunshots going off. It's, like, Mm -hmm. very loud. They're they're running through the kitchen and it's like one of those big silver serving things. It like falls over mm-hmm. and this person gets trapped underneath. They get outside. There's like ambulances. Mm-hmm. Um, you see footage from like the news and there's like body bags being mm-hmm. pulled out of the house. And then there's like um a nine one one call that you hear come through. You can't really hear what's happening, but it's like you hear something about like walls and like they're they're doing something whatever. And yeah. it's like it's sounds creepy. The um. Looking it up later, apparently, like, if you listen closely, it says, like, they're pulling us into the walls or mm-hmm. something. Right at, as of this point, they're, like, linking the cause of death to some sort of malfunction within the haunted house. So, people don't know what's going on. There's, like, all this mystery around it. They don't know what happened. They don't know why it happened. And um, this was, it was an abandoned hotel. Yeah. And it continues, it goes back to being an abandoned location. So there was a photographer who is being interviewed and he's talking about how he went in and photographed everything Mm -hmm. and released that footage. So the photographs are showing like it's not like artsy photographs. It's almost like crime scene photos. Right. And you're seeing like blood on the floor and handprints in blood. And the photographer wouldn't go down the basement. He Mm -hmm. said like he's been to really scary places, but that was something he wasn't going to do. And so... Suddenly, there's, like, this special interview where the only surviving member of Hell House decided to get interviewed. And her name is Sarah. And she shows up, and she's been basically in hiding up until this yeah. point. And um, she shares that, you know, she's she's in a better place now. Mm-hmm. But she, um, she, she wasn't doing well. And uh, she ends up pulling out a bag of tape, um, like, film yeah mm-hmm. and putting it on the table and saying that you know the police the police didn't get this because she got to it first yeah then you get footage mm-hmm. so um moving forward for the most part i'm going to be talking about this footage yeah because that's the vast majority um sarah says you know everything about that you need to know about what happened is yeah. here mm-hmm. so there's um six people and it's Alex, who's kind of the leader, he yeah. is the founder of mm-hmm. Hell House. He is the one who like started the whole thing. And there's yeah. his best friend, childhood friend Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex's girlfriend. Um, oh, is it only five people actually? Sarah, yeah, yeah, the girlfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend Sarah, and then there is Tony and Paul. Yeah, who yeah. were like the first hires. Yeah. that ever were brought in to Hell House, and um, and Tony- Hell House is like. They're, they make haunted houses yes. in different areas, I guess. They just Every year and, they yeah. go to a different location. They set up a haunted mm-hmm. house from scratch. Yeah. Um, Tony is the tech guy mm-hmm. and Paul is kind of like the, I feel like he just kind of does whatever. Yeah. He's kind of like sleazy. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. the film. He's, for the most part, he's the one who's filming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yes, they they originally started in New York, mm-hmm. doing all these locations there. But this year, Alex wanted to do something different, mm-hmm. wanted to do something spooky, and he wants to try out this abandoned hotel in the middle of New York. Yeah. And it um, has, like, a history. You yeah, some rumors to it, so. Yeah, but they don't know that. And Alex keeps it a secret from them that yeah. there's mm-hmm. this rumor. So, like, it starts off, um, and they're filming, and you see, like, Mac and Alex are fighting over directions, and they're mm-hmm. getting, like, they're kind of at each other's throats, and there's definitely, yeah. like, tension there. Yeah. Um, But then they, they, they go to the abandoned hotel, and they're kind of playing around. There's, like, this mm-hmm. creepy piano. Yeah. Um, Mac is like, I don't want to use this location. Um, the one guy, and at this point I didn't know who was who, the one guy's like, let's stay the night here. And they're like, what? Yeah. No, there's literally no electricity, no plumbing. Right. Like, yeah. absolutely not. It's already, like, terrifying. Yeah. There's a chain hanging from the ceiling yeah. in the attic. And there's this moment where, like, the radio on the walkie starts going off. It sounds yeah. like a spirit box. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, get out, you guys. <laughs> no. Not for me. No, not interested. So there's like they see that there are numbers painted onto the brick going into the basement. Yeah. And that's never really explained. And it might be because this actually is the first in a trilogy. So maybe yeah. in later ones it, it kind of is brought up. There's an upside down pentagram. So it basically it's a star. Yes. Because <laughs> I was staring at it. I was like, that's not a pentagram. <laughs> and I don't know if there's like some sort of purpose there. But yeah, I. Like I said, I, I looked into the other two because I heard they were garbage. So mm. I didn't actually watch them myself. But I looked into them and it like, I don't remember too much. We can talk about it after yeah. your review. Okay. But. So they're seeing like there's all these books in the basement and it turns out they're all Bibles. Yeah. Um, mm. Sarah's feeling unsettled at one point. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> there's like random <laughs> stuff in the basement, like a mm-hmm. shoe and a suitcase. Yeah. And it's weird. And so Sarah says, you know. At this point that it's when they started sleeping in the house, which is about a week after mm-hmm. once they had electricity, that's when things started to change. Mm-hmm. So you see that they're all like sitting at the bar of this old hotel and they're mm-hmm. drinking and sharing stories and talking about like past haunted houses and trying to tell a story of like all these, these Disney princesses who are like dressed up like that for Halloween yeah. and they like couldn't be scared. And they keep referencing Queens, which is like, I guess it was like the worst location they ever did yeah. and it was just like they had so many problems yeah and they're kind of like they're kind of laughing about it but also kind of like like there's clearly some history there yeah and alex keeps saying he wants to keep hell house fresh and like that's why they're changing locations yeah because they're like why didn't we just stay in new york like we've never had to stay overnight at a mm-hmm. location before we've never had to you know um, we've always been able to, like, when something was scary, like, just go out and grab a slice of pizza at, like, mm-hmm. something that wasn't creepy. Yeah. And here they're, like, locked in. Right. Yeah, because it really is in, like, nowhere. Like, it's just kind of, yes. like, by itself. Yeah. There's a security camera wall of video that they have mm-hmm. set up, but they can't get video in the basement. Mm. Um, There's something about it being, like, super thick stone walls. And so they decide that, like, because they can't get video in, they can't monitor, like, their final attraction. Mm -hmm. Their final attraction is supposed to be this, like, half-naked woman (laughs) chained to the wall as a sacrifice. Yeah, in front of the fucking upside-down pentagram. Right, exactly. (laughs) So they were like, well, we can't just leave her down there with people going down, so let's find a way to get, like, um, I think Alex has the idea that they're going to get a body (laughs) body clown. (laughs) Body clown. (laughs) Um, a bodyguard to be a clown. Yeah. They they end up deciding that's what they're going to do. 
Um, Paul plays piano, like that creepy piano with a creepy mannequin. <laughs> and um, then it goes to a scene where it's like uh, Paul keeps doing like confession cam style Ugh. talking into the camera. These are so scary for me. They're Ooh. they're like <laughs> probably spooky. some of the worst. They're so spooky. Oh my gosh. So he has like a nineteen ninety tattoo on his pack that looks like somebody did it when <laughs> yeah. they were drunk. Um <laughs> could be. Uh they keep making like gross misogynist statements, which is like yeah. you know, I think it's they're just kind of playing into the fact that it's just like a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it's like mostly scared. guys and yeah. Sarah is like the girlfriend. Yeah. And- so they're making like a comment. He's made makes a comment about like, oh, Alex doesn't want to share Sarah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's like, what? Ew. Don't gross. be gross. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, there's someone behind him. And you can see like the body standing. And like, he's not, he's looking at the camera. He right. doesn't realize it. So then he And looked- the camera's kind of like pointed like pointing at him and you can see like, like behind him yes it's just like it's just like a you shadow see into the hallway and yeah. it's like red lit in the yeah. hallway and then you see the shadow of this woman yeah and it's sarah and he like realizes it's her he's like what sarah what's going on she just turns around and leaves yeah and he's like are you sleepwalking and he's like oh that was weird and then he turns that off the next scene you see is the one that I said should be deleted <laughs> because he walks up and it's Sarah and Alex in their room oh with the God. door cracked and she's Ugh. in her like cheeky underwear and he's like focused in on her butt basically. Yeah. And like her whole ass is out. And first of all, their yes. door's open. Like, so like why? I'm like, they can't get that mad. I'm no, like, why they really is she laying can't. out like that? They really can't get that mad because there should be no reason for them to be, like, laying right. it all but out But also there. he should be, like, respectful as yes, a person. Exactly. Obviously not. Exactly. And so he's like, oh, I just want to tell you that the actors are here, <laughs> Joey, Melissa, and Sam. Mm-hmm. And he's still, like, continually trying to put the camera on Sarah. Yeah. And it's just gross. She's, like, laughing. I'm like. But she's also, like, uncomfortable. And yeah. Alex is like, dude, knock it off. Yeah. Like, pushing him away. And it's Gross. just, yeah, the whole, se- it was unnecessary and yeah. I didn't like it. I, I, yeah, it added nothing. No, it didn't. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> just a booty shot. Exactly. Paul seems to like the young actress. He kind of like zooms mm-hmm. in on her face and he's just like so thirsty. He's, yeah, really gross. Yeah. So then we talk to the photographer again and he's saying like he did speak with a police officer anonymously. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, he can't release their name, but this person said that the first body was of a Hell House member, mm-hmm. and the throat had been cut, which looked self-inflicted, which mm-hmm. is horrible and very, like, that, I don't know how, like, that's something else. To yeah. self-inflict a throat slice. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, they talk about how Joey, that's the actor, the bodyguard actor, yeah. was in the basement. He ended up making it out alive, and yep. they say, you know, we all know what happens to him, and you find mm-hmm. out that he was found dead in his hotel room or bedroom i, I think one, it was hotel room his yeah. hotel room and that he had hung himself yep. so this is something that you see the hanging aspect of this mm-hmm. comes through again and again and he never talks about what happened at this point um i had to keep pausing the movie because my loving husband kept interrupting and i was like you do not want to watch this. like i know you don't want to watch this you can't handle the clown thing He's spooked by... He's spooked by clowns. Yeah, because I asked yeah. you, I was like, you don't have a clown phobia, do Yes, you? yeah. And I was like, I don't love it, but I'm not like, oh right. my God. Um, but no, I was like, you do not want to be in here for this. So he keeps talking to me, and I just was getting really fed up. And I just was like, I just burst out. I was like, I'm trying... I was like, I'm trying to make a living. <laughs> You're interrupting my career. 
<laughs> I literally said it and I was so serious and then I just couldn't stop laughing and we're both just cackling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's true though i know i'm trying <laughs> interrupt us yeah I'm, I'm, you're losing my flow <laughs> um anyway so then i'm back to the movie yeah <laughs> um so then the female actress who's the one who's gonna be like half naked yeah. and chained to the wall she's kind of like feeling awkward and uncomfortable and alex is trying to talk her into it and like may reassure yeah. her and make her feel better about it and she ends up mentioning that the place was haunted. And Alex is like, right. no, 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 we don't care about, no, 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 you're fine. Yeah. And Paul's like, no, tell me everything. What do you mean? Yeah. And she's like, well, it was rumored that the owner hung himself mm-hmm. in the dining room. And, and you know, he's still trying to shut her up. And she's like, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's supposed to be haunted. Like, don't ask me. I'm not a historian yeah. or whatever. It's supposed to be like a location for like cult or something. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly. And then he... This part was actually funny. He, like, asks Alex for a quick kiss before he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he ends up kissing the actress's hand. I was like, oh, my God. Stupid. Yeah. So then you talk to the historian again or whatever his job was. I don't remember. He looked like a historian. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he teaches history at a college. Yeah, that's very accurate. Um, So you learn that the owner of the hotel was named Andrew Tully. Mm-hmm. And he built the hotel there in theory because of the town name, which is Abaddon, which apparently yeah. is a demon that guards yeah. hell. And there's a rumor that he was in a cult, like you said. Mm-hmm. And the reason that the hotel shut down is like guests started to go missing, starting with this 11-year-old girl and her mom. And when when asked about it, he produces like some sort of paperwork to show their departure. But it was too late. It killed the business. And mm-hmm. he ended up hanging himself in the dining room. And they do show, like, a picture of this. Yeah. Um. I also said that the photographer seems to really be enjoying this interview. He <laughs> is, like, he's, like, smirking the whole time. Yes. Like, you're living for this. <laughs> so it's nighttime again. And Paul hears a strange noise. So he goes to investigate. And he said it sounded like a scream. And a couple of people heard it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where's Sarah? Like, that's. Yeah. Like, where is this girl? She does, like, disappear a lot in this movie. Yes. She just, mm-hmm. like, dips. Not as present. Yeah. And then this scene where they show, they're kind of, like, introducing Joey, the clown bodyguard. Yeah. And he does this horrible <laughs> eyeball thing. Oh, yeah. He, like, pushes yeah. his eyeball out of his head, yeah. basically. I closed my eyes. I don't uh. know what he did. I closed I couldn't watch he it. He just, like, popped it out. Oh! <laughs> At first, I was like, he has a glass eye and he's taking it out. But no, uh. it was, like, some weird little trick. And yeah. I was like... That literally is horrible. And then they're like, where'd you find this guy? And he's like, at a gas station. <laughs> Which is insane. I'm like, you're hiring this man to protect this poor a, half-naked a lady? woman? And yeah. you found her at a gas station? What if he was, what if he's a pervert? Uh, insane. It, that, yes. when I was like, are you fucking kidding well, me? Yeah, like, when I heard these that. These guys are idiots. No. Obviously. But it, like, it also makes sense with later because he ends up running right. out and right. dipping. Yeah. Like, he's not a professional. He's, no, he's not, not a professional. professional. He's just a big dude. Yeah, he's just a big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, there's a scene of, like, Paul singing to a dead doll, and I don't know why I said dead doll. All dolls are unalive, but... Human mommy. Yeah, human mommy. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, because there's, like, this scene where, like, Mac is just, like, casually reading, and I'm like, I can't imagine being in a haunted house and, like, reading. No. No, no, no. I would not be able to focus. No. It's such a horrifying looking location. So, they're in the basement, and, like, he's, like, um, Paul's walking through the basement and he's like, um, Tony is in a mask and it like turned to face him. Mm. He's like, Oh, that's 
yeah, you got me, dude. You got me. And then it's like a clown. It it wasn't Tony. All caps. Because the mask thing is suddenly gone. Yes. It's a dummy and it's on the floor again. And he found Tony with Mac. Yeah. It was impossible for it to be him. And they all watch the footage back and they're like, oh, Paul, you're pranking us. Like, knock it off, Paul. You're always doing this shit. And he's like, I'm being so for real right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that clown, dude. I hated it. No. It was, "Mm." I was not a fan of that at all. So then they um, decide they're going to film a commercial. They don't want to film it in the location mm-hmm. because they're like, we don't want to give away our scares. Yeah. And they're just kind of being goofy and whatever. Right. It's giving off a very, like, early 2000s. Yeah. Like, I did similar thing. Like, it felt like what I did with my friends in 2008. <laughs> yeah, because so. they were, like, at, like, a park. Yeah, okay. they're in a park. And then at one point, Sarah is just standing there staring at yeah. this, like, this statue of m- the mother of Jesus, Mary. Yeah. So being fucking weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Um, they ended up making a head cam for Paul, mm-hmm. and he's gonna do a walkthrough of the whole place, and they have the strobe light set mm-hmm. up, and like you're watching the strobes, and you're seeing this body just keep show up every couple of yeah. frames, and it's the freaking clown, and Paul's like, "Get me out of here! Get me out of here! Yeah. Get me out of here!" Like there's someone else here. Yeah, he runs out and he throws up. Yeah, on the floor. Which fun fact was real. He oh. really threw up. Well, because the strobe lights were so fucking strong. Yeah, that's probably why. They were intense. Yeah, so oh strobe God. light warning for people. Yeah, if you have um <laughs> epileptic. Yeah, I could barely, like, watch it. No, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, that's like, all that he threw up. Did yeah. it say why? or was it, it just said that he threw up. So I don't know if it was, like, he was freaked out or if it's the lights. Yeah. I mean, it could be both. Yeah, it's... either or. But I feel like maybe if you know what's happening, it's not going to scare you as much. But, like, maybe with the light. The light's, like, spooky. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, Alex doesn't want the actors to know about, like, what's going on, and Paul wants everyone to know. Yeah. Because Alex is worried that actors are going to get freaked out and leave, and then it's going to ruin the whole operation. Right. And Paul's like, this is really creepy and weird. Yeah. And everyone needs to make an informed decision. Yeah, and Alex is just, like, an idiot, obviously. And he's like, bro, like, your actors, like, you need to make sure they're safe. Yeah. Like, how are you a professional? Exactly. He's, because he's not. He's focused on one thing. (laughs) Yeah. The money. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, it's another nighttime scene where they wake up and the body, like, I keep calling it the body. It's the clown. The clown is on the stairs. And Mm. so Mac and Paul move it and are going to, like, bring it back down into the basement. And Sarah is in the corner facing the wall, like, muttering. And it sounds like she's talking in reverse. Right. And I ended up looking up what she said mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say it at the end because okay. i don't want to spoil anything so mac woke her up and she starts freaking out and all of a sudden they turn around and the mannequin slash clown is gone and they're freaking out and then they're like they're like looking for it mm-hmm. or whatever and then the clock rings and they turn and sarah screams because mm-hmm. all the candles are on in the dining room and then the clown is back mm. it's so horrible so then it's morning <laughs> you see Sarah being consoled by Mm -hmm. Alex and then Paul. (laughs) This was very tempting for this to be the deleted scene. Yeah. But, um, I did the the scene when he's in the room is in his room. Yeah. 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 This one, I almost made this one the deleted scene because I was at, this one was actually, I knew exactly what was going to happen and it freaked me out. So it was not good. So Paul's on confession cam again. He wants to leave. He's saying Sarah mm. doesn't look good. And then he's like, she usually does. <laughs> he's staring into the camera and he's like, he always says like, sleep sweet yeah. um, when he closes it. Then there's this screeching noise and 
he, I guess he turns on the camera again or whatever, yeah. and you see, like, it looks like Sarah is on the floor. I'm like, like a God. shadow. Like, yeah, yeah there's like, there's like a, a female body, yeah. like, on the floor. And he gets freaked out and he goes under the blanket, which is 100% what anyone would do in that yes. situation. And you realize it's not Sarah. It keeps, like, he keeps, like, every time he peeked <sighs> out, she's closer. She's, like, closer. And she looks so horrible. <laughs> it's like a ghost it, woman. It's literally this, like, terrifying demon woman. Yes. <laughs> and then he's, like, having a panic attack. And then I know, I know that when he pulls down the camera next, I'm like, it's going to be like that stupid video that kids would make you watch in sixth yes. grade, mm-hmm. where it would be like just a regular driving scene and that yep, scary and it woman. pops up, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be just like that. I'm, I know it's going to be just like that. <laughs> and I'm like trying to like, I'm like, I have to watch it. Yeah, like, I have to yeah, watch look it. Away. I have to watch it because it's, it's part of the podcast. I can't <laughs> so I'm like, I made my, I just like, I had to hold my eyeballs open. I watched it and she jumps up. And he's like, he's screaming. Yeah. I can't believe no one freaking heard any of this. No. They heard screaming the other night, but whatever. So the next day, Tony comes in the room. He picks up the camera. I swear to God, there's blood on the walls. And he's like, where are you, Paul? Where are you, Paul? They all think he just dipped. Yeah. And Tony's like, that doesn't track. Like, I don't think he. Right. Like, has anyone even bothered to call him? And they're like, oh, you remember what he did in Queens, whatever. And he's just like. Come on, guys. Yeah, that was, like, so long ago. Right. Like, you're like, still going to hold that against him. Right. So, finally, like, he Tony's like, here, use my phone. Alex, call him. So, Alex mm-hmm. calls him, and someone picks up, and it's just, like, this that screeching yeah. sound of that woman demon again. And he drops the phone, and it, like, breaks in two, because mm-hmm. it's a flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify. <Yeah. laughs> so, then, basically, like, Tony seems to be holding on to the camera at this point. Like, mm-hmm. Tony and Mac kind of both take on the camera duties yeah. moving forward. And so, um, and the, and the reason why they're recording is because Alex wants like, yes, because he said like, like kind of just something that they could show like people like they're they're it's behind like content, the scenes. yeah, yeah, content. Obviously, everything's about content, right? And then also like to help them in future years, knowing like what no, exactly. they've done, what works, whatever. Yeah, Mac is standing above the basement, and there's like piano playing, and he's like, "Do you hear that?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, I hear that." So they go to investigate, and at one point, there's like. They look behind them and like they don't realize it, but that clown is standing behind them in the mm-hmm. kitchen. And I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> no. <And> stop! <laughs> so they get into the room with the piano, and there's no one there, mm-hmm. and the piano stops, and there's nothing in there. But then all of a sudden, they hear the sound of it playing again, and Mac is like, oh my god, Paul's in here. He's fucking with us. They they're like hearing noises. They're thinking it's Paul. And all I'm thinking to myself is, they have this wired up to lights. Like, why are you turning on the lights? They're using they're using flashlights. This yeah, whole it's time. like dark as shit. Every time. And you have all these creepy little mummies. You think you're going to find mummies. Some dummies. <laughs> you think you're going to notice between Paul and a dummy? Like, yeah, I don't know. They weren't dark. thinking. I guess they were just like running towards the noise. Yes. Just to try and catch, you know, see yeah. Paul. Yeah. So the clown dummy is back where he's supposed to be. Yeah. And the dummy faces are like looking at them. And yeah. and Tony's like, oh my, freaks out. And he's like, get yeah. in the freezer, get in the freezer. So yeah. they go into the freezer and it's like this classic um, commercial freezer. So yeah. when I worked at a produce department, <laughs> it's exactly the same yes. as this freezer that was that like where we kept all the cold stuff. So I, it like really brought me back. <laughs> oh, nostalgia. Yeah. I was like, oh, I remember when I used to kiss my boyfriend in the freezer <laughs> illegally. <laughs> Where the frozen food was? <laughs> no. So he's like freaking out. And Max's like, I don't believe in ghosts. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, there's an explanation for this. And Tony doesn't want to leave. Yeah. And they get out and the faces, the faces of the mask are facing forward again. Yeah. And he's like, 
then they end up finding Paul in the basement, and he yeah. Oh, yeah. he has just like these open eyes, and he just looks like out of he's it, just gone. and he looks like kind of angry. It's almost like there's no one home, but also yeah. maybe he's like has like this, like he's definitely possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> so Tony wants to get out. He's like, it's not safe anymore. I don't want to do this. Paul hasn't talked since since he's come back. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I quit. F you guys. Yeah. So then Mac is filming, and he like tries to get him to come back. He's like, you don't have all the facts. You don't understand. Yeah. And then the camera like stops. So then, then it, you know, you're getting some scene changes where it's like yeah. you see an image of Sarah, you see an image of the house, you see Tony sitting in a field saying he can't leave. And Mac comes up to him and he's like, are you OK? Mm-hmm. And Tony's like, no, I'm not OK. You've known this whole time. And we're and quote, now we're fucked because of fucking Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he's. And they never say like what the reason. No. The implication, because I was looking at this yeah. a little bit, the implication was that it was something financial. Yeah. And so I think that how I interpreted it, like, my my, my hypothesis, which mm-hmm. I put in, was that probably Alex, like, used their credit or something, like, put credit right. under their names. Because if it was just, like, Alex who was screwed over, he could still leave. Right. And it'd yeah. be fine. But I'm assuming that, like, in some way, all of them are tied in and, yes. like, locked in financially right. to, for the success of this. Mm-hmm. So they need it to work in order to, like, not be yeah. bankrupt mm-hmm. is how I took it. And during a Q&A with the director, he kind of implies it's financial. And they yeah. did have a scene in the movie that, like, kind of laid it out more. And then they end up cutting it. Mm-hmm. And Mac ends up saying, like, there's a lot Alex isn't telling me, which is the scariest part of all. Right. And you know that there's definitely things that Alex is keeping to himself because, like, he didn't tell anyone about, like, the rumors or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense if it's financial because they went from being able to do, like, New York City right. mm-hmm. as, like, their location to now it's, like, the middle of nowhere in New yeah. York. They have to stay overnight. They're not staying yeah. in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then it goes back to the interview with Sarah, with the documentary mm-hmm. filmmaker. And Sarah says, like, no, there was no gear that was malfunctioning that mm-hmm. night. We were, we were all prepared and ready. Everyone was of sound mind. Um, Alex was the same as always. And, you know, the reason why they're saying that, like, why was, is Alex of sound mind is because of later mm-hmm. something that occurs. Yeah. And she's like, so why didn't you leave? And she was like, I couldn't. I needed to stay with Alex. The witness talks about her experiences and just kind of, like, reiterating everything right. you saw, which was, like, no one could get out because everyone was, like, in the in the basement was trying to get out and there's like it goes to this scene of alex trying to like rally everybody yeah like the actors but he's he's acting really weird and off mm-hmm. and his rally is not great <laughs> mac ends up taking over he's mm-hmm. basically like you know whatever um tony talks to alex one-on-one he ends up apologizing which mm-hmm. i thought was really interesting like yeah. this kind of weird thing where like he's trying to get on alex's Good side. Right. Tony tries to wait to call to Paul. He's sleeping in bed. There's this big crowd there that night. Everyone's excited. The um actress is chained up. Mm-hmm. The clown has the keys. So Joey has the keys yeah. to her chains. Which I was just like, it's I don't just, know why you need real chains. No, it's like so stupid. No one, I'm like, just she's it, an actress. Yes. Like, you don't need to actually be chained up. Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. So then Mac like respectfully rips open her dress. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> which is like hilarious um and then she's saying she's excited and then they're noticing at this point like the walkie talkies aren't working which right. they're attributing to the fact that alex cheaped out and got cheap walkie talkies mm-hmm. another kind of clue into this financial issue mm-hmm. they're having and then you see the introduction to the haunted house so the actress the, there's a different actress she's introducing everyone to the haunted house bringing them in and then you see 
back to like that initial witness mm-hmm. footage that we saw at the beginning and i'm like oh my god wait there are little kids who definitely probably were murdered yeah they were like children they were line. legit mm-hmm. children tony and alex are managing from cameras they're kind of like kind of directing everything from behind the scenes sarah ends up telling mac that she saw paul out with the guests and he won't look at her and so he's like i have to handle this like you go up there mm-hmm. and like let them know because alex and tony can't hear anything suddenly tony is running no 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 sorry yeah tony can't hear anything suddenly you see joey the yeah. clown is running so clearly something's happening in the basement at this point Sarah runs past. That's mm-hmm. the people running that you saw mm-hmm. at the beginning. The actress starts screaming and she's saying, this is not part of the show. This yeah. is not part of the show. Everyone starts running and you see there's like bodies in the corner. There's multiple like masked figures. Yeah. Which is so weird. <laughs> Don't like that. No. Not They're at like all. approaching the poor woman that's like chained yes. up. and Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. God. Awful. And then so. You see that like um, Mac is trying is getting people out of the house and the door ends up closing and he gets locked in. Mm -hmm. I was like wondering if all the dummies were coming to life because Mm -hmm. there are like multiple figures, multiple figures throughout. It's not just before it was just the one it was the clown. The clown. Yeah. But now it's like you're seeing a lot of it. All of a sudden Alex is hanging in the attic. Yeah. And uh, Sarah and I believe Mac. It might be Tony. I forget. I forget too. But because it doesn't matter. They all die. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they go up. She sees him yeah. hanging. They're screaming. It seems as if he did not want. He was like, he was hung. Not that he. Yeah. I don't. To hang himself. No, you no. get the. That is kind of the thing. Right. There's these mass figures who all of a sudden show up in there mm-hmm. and then they attack. And Sarah somehow got out and mm-hmm. she said that nothing happened between the attic and the front door. Um, And the interviewer was like. Like, nothing happened. Like, right. oh, there's all this horrible stuff. Nothing happened. She's like, yeah, nothing happened. And she's like, I don't really feel well. Um, Sarah is saying this at this point to the mm-hmm. interviewer. Like, I, I'm, I would love to talk to you more. Um, You can come find me in the hotel. I'm in room 2C. Mm-hmm. Um, But I really, like, have you been to the house yet? And the documentary filmmaker was like, no, I haven't I haven't been yet. We're not allowed. And she's yeah. like, is that the only thing stopping you? Like, mm-hmm. you not being allowed? Because I really think you should go. And so then it's kind of like another scene where the documentary yeah people are kind of like arguing about whether to break in or not mm-hmm. and finally they like they decide the the cameraman and diane i think her name yeah. is the, the whatever the, the interviewer yeah. yeah interviewer um they decide they're gonna go and they're gonna make this other guy mitchell stay back and like watch the video yes. the film footage and um so they go down to i guess they're in this whole thing they were like recording in a hotel mm-hmm. and they're like oh you know um if the lady in like 2c comes out can you like let her know mm-hmm. you know we'll be back soon and they're like we don't have letters yeah here like our rooms don't have letters they're just right. numbers and she's like, okay, well, can you look for, like, Sarah, whatever her last name is? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like, she's not staying here. And the cameraman's like, you know what? She probably just gave a fake name. Yeah. Like, we'll come back and figure it out later. So they leave. And then you see that, like, the next clips that come up was, there's, like, a little screen saying, like, yeah. after they left, Mitchell continues to look through the footage and he mm-hmm. finds something that's, like, unexplainable. Yeah. So you hear that there's, like, there's, like, crying noises happening. And it's, you realize it's Sarah crying. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's running through the house, and all these figures are kind of, like, looking at her. Yeah. But they're not, like, going at her. And mm-hmm. she sees Paul, and she runs up to him, and she hugs him. And this is the scene I said to be deleted, because I was like, what? 
No, wait, wait. Yeah. Did I say oh, this? most memorable? Wait. No, no. This was the most memorable. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, this was, a... this was my most memorable scene. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up killing her, which I was not yeah. expecting. <laughs> fucking crazy and then we watch her slowly die took really long yeah and then she was dragged away and then paul picks something up off the ground slits his own throat then we mm-hmm. watch him die yeah and it's at that point that the door gets smashed in by like the police or whatever yeah oh i was Twist. i was i was i was shook <laughs> i was shook <laughs> so then you see that the doc you you're like oh my god sarah like sarah's dead yeah, like who the heck is this person mm-hmm. so the documentary makers are at the hotel like the abandoned hotel mm-hmm. and they go in she's like loving it she's giggling it's yeah. like disrespectful yeah like, she's like this is great and there's like blood smears everywhere she's like oh you my see god, that you see is... that oh my god yeah this and is where so-and-so happened blah, yeah. blah, blah. it's like bro like, come on <laughs> this is that's not it's yeah. not respectful at all and she wants to go in the basement and he's like the cameraman's like no way yeah he's like fuck that so I'm noticing, like, there are, like, these things that are interesting that comes up a lot, mm-hmm. which is, like, the, at one point, Alex held up, like, this broken plate, and he was, like, this kind of looks like Sarah yeah. on it, and then there's, like, a framed picture of, like, a blonde girl crying, and that yeah. also kind of looks like Sarah, yeah. and I'm, like, I wonder if that has some sort of element to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, there is an Origins movie yeah, coming so out. Yeah, so maybe it could have something. I'm definitely going to watch. I hope it's good, because I, yeah. I know the other two are supposed to be bad. Yeah, we'll find out. So there's like they you see that there's like the body in the kitchen. They don't notice, but there is a yeah. figure in the kitchen and they go to the like I said, they go to the basement. He wants to go. So they decide to leave. Um, You're seeing like splice footage. Like there's mm-hmm. things getting kind of like inter like woven. Yeah, yeah. Like you see like the scene of Sarah in the car like yeah. flash really fast. So mm-hmm. like things are happening. Mitchell calls and she's like, I'm going to get this later. Mm-hmm. So clearly he sees what happened. Yeah. That's something very wrong. Um, And at this point. She um goes past like the rooms and she sees mm-hmm. it says two C mm-hmm. on the room and she's like look this is it's two C and she said two C he's like he's like don't go in there and right. it's locked on the outside and he's like no don't like what Being are you doing smart. this is yeah. creepy and so she unlocks it because she's absolutely so stupid <laughs> so she sees like Sarah sitting on the bed facing the wall and yeah. she's like Sarah are you okay sweetie. And Sarah turns and she's bleeding. It's yeah. like how she, her image was when she was dying. Right. All of a sudden the door closes. They're locked in there. And the figures pop up. Yeah. And then the piano starts. You hear like piano music and they mm-hmm. definitely get attacked and are murdered. And murdered. Yeah. And the end. <laughs> Yay. <sighs> oh my God. Spooky spooky. So there were, it was hard, kind of hard to pick a Halloween one because so many of them were like, really graphic like, i thought you were gonna pick like beetlejuice or something <laughs> i've never seen beetlejuice so have you not i'm not <gasps> oh okay we'll have to find i'll have to add that in then uh-uh. i'm surprised that's like so fun that's not spooky um yeah no i was really hoping that we wouldn't get too spooky but here we are well it's yeah. fine i was okay but let me tell you what wasn't okay is later that night oh no i'm laying in bed and travis came in and brought ruby in Okay. And I hear the door close. Okay. So I know he went back into his his office. Yeah. And he's playing. I end up flipping over and I open my eyes and there's a body, a figure, a silhouetted figure at oh. the bottom of my stairs. And when I tell you, I screamed bloody murder. Like, I'm not the person, like, usually when something scares me, yeah. I, like, drop to the ground. I freeze, whatever. I don't. I literally screamed. And I was just like, no! <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I was. 
because it literally was exactly like exactly like this freaking movie no. that I just finished watching. And I was like, Travis, why would you just stand here? Why would you just stand there at the bottom of the bed like a like a weirdo? Oh, my I was God. freaking out. And he was just like, I was just waiting for you to notice me. I was like, yeah, well, you don't realize you just recreated a scene from this horrible movie I just watched. <laughs> he's such an asshole. Dude, he's such, oh. he like, he clearly was it him. I, I think in his head he was innocent. He was doing something innocent. I don't know why, because it doesn't feel very Dude. innocent at all. But no. it was absolutely, ter- I swear, I really like that. My heart was pounding out of my, I could feel, oh I was like, I think this is what a heart attack feels like. <laughs> I would have peed my pants. Yeah, it was so Dude. scary. Oh my god, it was really bad. He's lucky I didn't like kick him in the throat because yeah, fair. And he was like, "You wouldn't be able to do that." I was like, oh, "The black hole cry." <laughs> you seem to have forgotten. <laughs> I have the power in this relationship. <laughs> but no, that's mm-mm. yeah. It was really bad. Mm-mm. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> oh my god. So, main character smasher pass. I said I would smash everyone but Alex. <laughs> yeah, you know that's fair. You know even. Actually, Paul I think I would pass on. Pa- actually, I feel like Paul. Now that I'm thinking about it, Paul yeah. was kind of skeevy, but at the same time, there were like he was kind of cute. He was kind of cute, but he was like he was definitely misogynistic. I guess, yeah. but like I think the safer ones would probably be Mac it, and Tony. Tony, and to- Mac, Tony yeah. I definitely thought was super cute. Yeah. Tony was like would be number one. Yeah, and then probably Mac <laughs> on a tier pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, probably non-demonic sarah yeah then paul then demonic sarah then demonic sarah <laughs> then Alex. Then Alex. <laughs> yeah that's good that's and good. then main villain i said pass i'm not about to get going with a clown or nope. any of those figures oh. uh-uh. how likely are you to survive in this situation one yeah i for sure would be dead everyone died um yeah. even if i was going to a haunted house like i would just be i would i'd be the person who got stuck under that rack that fell over <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me you tell get you. trapped somehow. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you, this is actually, this is one of those stories that when I think about it, it actually makes my skin crawl from being so embarrassed. Oh, no. Um, Because when I was little, I begged and begged. We went to, we were at the boardwalk and there was a haunted house <laughs> and we begged my parents. It was very expensive to yeah. get enough tickets for oh, us to I go. Bet. Yeah. And I was like, please, please, please. All I wanted to go into this haunted house and I don't know what possessed me to think that i could this do is it why you're traumatized yeah as an adult so we went into this haunted house my parents paid probably like 30 bucks or whatever to yeah. get us all in which was a big deal um for us yeah and we go in and my little sister like jumped and got scared at like very early on and i was like we need to go we need to leave excuse me we would like to leave now we're very scared <laughs> and they had they literally escorted us out of an emergency exit and my oh. mom was like <laughs> We spent $30 for you to spend two minutes in that freaking house. Oh, my it God. Literally, I think about it, and I'm How so uncomfortable. I don't know. I was like eight or nine. Oh I was God. very young. We need to get out. But I was like, excuse me, creepy clown man. Please escort us from this building. I. Oh, my God. I, uh, just the only thing I want to do go is go back in time and not want to go into the haunted house or to make myself yeah. continue through. But I just feel like I should never have gone in the first oh place. Oh, my God. So maybe that's when I stopped caring about scary things. Dude. Um, 
Anyway, <laughs> so I would definitely not be in the line there in the first place. Yeah. But if I was, I would definitely die. Yeah, I definitely like, don't trust. I would trust. be like, someone escort me out yeah. of this town. I need to be escorted <laughs> out. I do not trust haunted houses like that. No. I'm like, I don't know who runs this. No. I don't know. LLC? Doesn't sound yeah, very safe to me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Not interested. There's one in Philly, and it's like in an alley, and it's just like. Shut up. Dude, it is the sketchiest looking no, thing. No, that's and so creepy. Yeah. Someone's going to actually shiv you. Yeah, in Dom, Philly? Yeah, and Dom was like, oh, we should go. And I'm like, oh. You're likely to get some random dude who just, like, decides he's part of the party. There's just fucking crackheads in there. I'm like, I don't yeah. know who's in there. No, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No. I forgot to circle if I would recommend to a non-horror fan, but I think we can all know that I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> hey, mom, do you want to have some fun? This is spooky. Yes. <laughs> um, Some things of note. Uh, They were... It was filmed at an actual haunted house attraction. Oh. So, um, and that's who, like, the set designer basically was, was Mm -hmm. the person who runs the haunted house. And um, they were originally hoping to find an actual abandoned place, which just feels like you're you're hoping for something horrible to happen. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing in reverse. So I'm I'm skipping past the things I already said. But the thing that she says in reverse Mm -hmm. is, when I got to the front door, the police were arriving. Oh. Isn't that... That's pretty cool. That's spooky. That's spooky. So it is like her actual voice. They just like recorded and played backwards played it, over. Yeah. So it sounded like she was kind of speaking in tongues. Yeah. Um, but I knew immediately I was like, that's the reverse. It's reverse. I know a good reverse sound when I hear one. <laughs> that's spooky. Yes. And everything else in my notes section I talked about. Okay. Um, so I gave it three point seven five. Okay. I thought it was really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And like I genuinely like in some ways in some ways i enjoyed it yeah yeah. um i thought it was well done i thought the Mm -hmm. acting was really well done like i actually was impressed by the acting Mm -hmm. um i was convinced none of it felt like overacted in any way which i thought was like impressive yeah um i think the scares were like subtle enough to just make you uneasy yeah just just the clown just appearing you Mm -hmm. know on the steps and it's just like you know nothing i mean the girl crawling up (sighs) but like it was like i think the scares were good. I was like, yeah. okay, you know. Yeah, it was it was definitely good. Yeah, it doesn't get higher because I don't. I, uh. <laughs> yeah, I also I honestly I did not like the end with like the mask, the figures. Yeah, I think like weird. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was a little like anticlimactic. Like yes. the, especially in the basement. I'm like, are they cultists? I don't. Right. I think that there is. They. I think part of it is they're hinting at like. The cult of Andrew Tully was real yeah. and that they're coming back and there's a portal to hell that was open yeah, in the basement, up. which whatever. I liked right. it better if it was if there if the masked figures hadn't come into it. Yeah. If it just stayed being the weird clown, the weird possessed yeah. clown or maybe Paul or something like that. Like right. that. Just possessed. I, I do yeah. think that scary movies that leave a little bit to the imagination. Mm-hmm are more successful yeah. in those elements where it's yeah. like, if you over explain things to me. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just like what, what the thing that makes a scary movie scary is yeah. when you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's literally the worst part of all things in life is yeah. not knowing. Not knowing. Yeah. So, and I, I think that's why the other two movies are not as good because I think they just over explain a lot. Yeah. Like I think one of them is like another, like it's like a sequel, like that mm-hmm. happens in the same location or a similar location. And then the other one, like, kind of has some sort of, like, back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, yeah, not as good. I think this one just, you know, he did a good job with, you know, kind of like a lower budget, just some yeah. cool little scares. And it's, you know, got very popular. And then, yeah. But 
Yeah, it was interesting, and yeah. I I like liked the way. I think that um, mockumentary things can like be hit or miss sometimes, right. and mm-hmm. I I did feel like it was done. It was done well. Cool. I'm happy you liked it. I mean, Halloween I wouldn't say I liked season. it. Well, <laughs> spooks for you. Yeah. It well, was... now I know you don't. You haven't watched Beetlejuice. So. Um. Yes. Which is crazy. Feel free to give me something lighthearted um, at any uh, point. Yeah. Well, the next one will be a little more lighthearted. I sure I hope so. I watched um, when I was I was rewatching the movie that I'm about to recommend to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I don't feel like I enjoyed it that much. I was like, oh, my God. What if I am starting to like horror movies? I was like, no, no, don't do this to me. We're just swapping. Yeah. <laughs> We're eventually going to recommend the other movie to each other. Yeah. Yeah, you start recommending romance to me. I would love to want to. I would love to be oh. someone who could handle watching horror as often as you do. But I will never be that person. So next week's recommendations. Mm-hmm. Again, we're gonna do a little snapshot reading as we go. Mm-hmm. So would you like to go first? Because I just did so much. Um, sure, of course. Uh, drink your water. Thank you. So the movie I'm recommending to Megan is called Prey. And my snapshot. Oh, God. Pray. That sounds so scary. <laughs> no, no, no. You'll like it. Pray. Yeah. Oh, all okay. Right. All so- I can think of, you know what it reminds me of, is uh-huh. uh, Stephanie Meyer's host. <laughs> I don't know why immediately that's what I went to. I mean. You should have made me watch that one. It uh, doesn't. It wouldn't fit with the theme. But it's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember, like, trying to read that, and I just could not. I think I read the first one. Nothing compares oh. to Twilight. So. I mean, of course. Anyway. um, So my snapshot for Pray is it is a prequel. To the Predator series. Mm. A, come I haven't on. seen that. Yeah, I figured you didn't. It's yeah, okay. That's the one with the apes, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that's the one with the apes. the apes. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, Predator's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. <laughs> okay, it's fine. You don't have to. I figured you okay. haven't. Okay. You don't have to to watch this okay great um, so, I so imagine if i had to watch two movies yeah. in one go you'd have to watch like no. yes no two i can't of them. okay anyway it's a prequel to the predator series a comanche comanche warrior sorry if i mispronounced that um finds herself fighting to survive against an alien who hunts human for sport it's 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 cool okay the one you've definitely heard of the one that <sighs> oh um, my god i'm recommending for okay. you <laughs> And I was going to maybe pick other ones, but I didn't have that much time to do research for it. But anyway, <laughs> what I'm picking for you, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, oh, this is a classic one, right? Yeah, you've okay. seen, you haven't seen it though, right? No, no. Yeah, it's a classic, so I feel like it's good that you are watching it, but okay. also rewatching it. I was like, oh, that's, oh, this is a little problematic. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love it. Love that. Yeah, I mean, it's set okay. in the South, so oh. one plus one equals two. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to our fans in the yeah, south yeah, sorry sorry um one percent of you um okay so reese witherspoon is an up-and-coming fashion designer who gets engaged to her rich boyfriend on the night of her big show before they can get married she needs to finalize the divorce with her secret ex-husband back in alabama oh my god i know what drama okay so much drama okay i (laughs) can't wait okay i'm excited reach out on social with suggestions for movies or themes you can find us at how do you watch this at gmail.com how do you watch this on insta and threads how do you watch on tiktok thanks for listening (laughs) we'll see you see you next week bye (laughs)